0: Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Thrive 55 Plus podcast, where we give practical inspiration so you get healthy. Your host, Cheryl Jones, will help you uncover more of who you already are and explore what you need to heal and flourish one moment at a time. Cheryl is a wellness leader and spiritual counselor, voted one of the most powerful women in the mindfulness movement by Mindful Magazine. There is no AI-generated content in this podcast. This has been
1: created by subject matter expert, Cheryl Jones. Welcome to the Thrive 55 Plus show. I'm your host, Cheryl Jones, certified health coach, spiritual counselor, and mindfulness teacher. I'm the author of Thriving When Your Cosmic Egg is Cracked, A Mindful Journey, a book about my personal story from surviving to thriving. The Thrive 55 Plus show is obsessed with helping you to uncover more of who you already are. If you're too tired to be healthy and experiencing wellness fatigue, this podcast is for you. I'll share my expertise and talk with inspiring health professionals to offer fresh ways to think and practical skills to help you flourish. We'll release new episodes every other Tuesday. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. In this episode, I'm going to help you to clarify what you truly want to create so that you can thrive forward. This is your time to shine, not become invisible. You may be asking yourself questions like, is this the person I want to grow old with? What kind of work would I like to do? Which friends will I keep in my life? What's my role as a parent of adult children? What are my responsibilities as a grandparent? How can I take better care of my aging body? How do I wish to spend the rest of this one precious life? At this point in the journey, we have all kinds of life experiences to draw from. We've solved many problems, we've learned our lessons, and we've overcome adversity. We have insight and wisdom. We also may be healing from our losses, death, divorce, infertility, unemployment, drug addiction, sexual assault, incarceration, changing homes, changing lifestyle, any dream that hasn't come true, and aging, loss of certain body functions, musculoskeletal pain, changes in our appearance, and other health issues. Here's the thing. It is impossible to grow without change. It is impossible to change without loss. In order to grow, we must experience loss. Now is the perfect time to heal from whatever losses we've experienced, make peace with what happened or did not happen, and purposefully choose how we're going to navigate this next chapter of life with as much joy and ease as is possible. Healing for me is all about my ex-husband's incarceration and our divorce, which left me penniless and solely responsible as a parent for a decade. For so many years, I defined myself by this traumatic experience, not consciously, but more so deep inside where self-esteem lives. Now, in my early 60s, I find myself healing and feel a sense of wholeness finally emerging. If you want to thrive forward, I encourage you to open to whatever healing possibilities exist for you. This is it. There are no dress rehearsals. We are human beings. We are going to die. This is what we all have in common. I'm not saying we should take on a hedonistic attitude like, live for today, I could be dead tomorrow. It's more about acceptance of this simple, profound truth. As for me, I'm not afraid of dying. I'm afraid of not living. This is what motivates me to take charge of whatever time I have left, whether it's one year or whether I live to 100. To help you thrive forward, I'm asking you to first stop and do nothing. Forget about making resolutions, turning over a new leaf, setting intentions, or manifesting anything right now. Forget about losing weight, searching for a soulmate, or planning your next trip. Forget about setting bucket list goals, work goals, or any goals at all. Stop doing things to stay busy. Stop, stop, stop. All the doing, the efforting, the striving. Just for now. Instead, I invite you to turn your focus and energy inward, to see more clearly and to reveal more of your authentic self. I believe this is how you will live your best life and create a lifestyle filled with meaning and purpose. Doing this takes a bit of preparation, though. First, we must learn how to stop. Second, we must make time for intentional reflection. Learning how to stop is a skill and a practice. Think of this as a purposeful pause, which involves paying attention to the breath and being present in the moment. I understand that asking you to stop when you want to go may seem counterintuitive. There's always an item on the to-do list we'd rather check off. We like to keep busy to avoid feeling our feelings, and staying busy is often connected to our self-worth. Taking a purposeful pause is the best way I know to reduce stress and anxiety. We switch our body chemistry from fight-or-flight reactivity to rest and digest. Over time, we learn how to slow down and better understand what we are doing and why. We come off automatic pilot where we go through daily tasks, not really thinking because we've done these things many times before. By taking purposeful pauses, we start to live with greater moment-to-moment awareness. You'll likely notice behaviors you adopted during COVID that still serve you, and perhaps other lingering behaviors that are getting in the way of your growth. It's about identifying that which you wish to take forward and that which you prefer to leave behind. As stopping becomes a habit, you'll be able to see things as they are, see clearly what is working well, what needs to be healed, and how to give yourself what you need so you can thrive forward. Enough talk about learning how to stop. Are you ready to give this a try? I'm going to teach you how to do this from a seated position. This short exercise will only take about four minutes. If you're out walking, see if you can find a place to sit down. And if you're driving, pull over if you can, or do this later. You'll see a timestamp for this in the episode notes. Begin by giving yourself permission to stop, bringing the body into an upright and dignified posture, settling into your seat and feeling the feet on the ground. Gently drawing the shoulder blades towards each other to open the chest, resting the hands in the lap, lowering or closing the eyes, Welcoming yourself to your practice. Bringing the attention to your breathing. There's no need to change or manipulate the breath in any way. Seeing if you can simply follow the breath as it moves in and out of the body. Perhaps silently saying the words in, out, to help center your awareness on breathing. If your mind wanders off, just bring your attention back to the breath. Back to this moment. Back to being here now. You may notice that the breath has texture. It may be short and choppy or long and smooth, allowing the breath to be just as it is. Perhaps aware of the space between the in-breath and the out-breath. Noticing how the air comes in cool and goes out warm. Tuning into the sensations of breathing. Maybe feeling the airflow at the nostrils and the upper lip. Perhaps feeling the chest and ribs gently expand and contract possibly sensing the abdomen rise and sink. Resting your attention on the place where you feel the sensations of breathing most clearly. I'm going to be silent now while you follow your breathing in and out for a few cycles. As we near the end of this practice, following three more breaths, being as present as is possible for each one. Transitioning now. Remembering this place of awareness is always available to you because it's within you. As you feel ready, gently opening the eyes if they were closed, getting reacquainted within your space, noticing how you feel right now, and preparing to reengage in your day. Thank you for your practice. This is how you stop, create space, and tune in to your breathing. From your first breath to your last, the breath is sacred, for it is what keeps us alive. It's a powerful way to unite the body and mind, which helps us to rebalance ourselves. I urge you to make the breath your BFF, your best friend forever, and to practice this skill daily, perhaps even two to three times each day. One thing I can guarantee is that you will begin to see more clearly what you need in the moment and to strengthen self-trust you'll be better able to recognize what is within your control and what is not within your control. With practice, you'll learn to focus your attention and energy on that which you can control. This is empowering. Again, to thrive forward, we need to first learn how to stop and take a purposeful pause, and to let the awareness of the breath act like an anchor to the here and now The present moment is the only time any of us can learn, grow, love, change, and communicate. It offers us a powerful place to reset ourselves again and again. We also need to make time for intentional reflection. I say intentional because this is different from taking a walk and thinking things through. Intentional reflection is about dedicating time to discover what your soul is yearning for. I've honed the following reflective questions after years of leading retreats. This is called your thriving vision, and it will be outlined in the podcast notes. I suggest writing these questions in your journal and carving out 20 to 30 minutes to quietly consider your responses. For now, here they are. What does thriving mean to you? This may involve finding new ways to learn and grow changing your environment, doing meaningful work, volunteering, or even starting a business. Thriving to me is about seeking out new experiences that nourish me mentally, physically, socially, and spiritually. It's about lovingly recognizing that I am making choices all day long. I celebrate when I do that which supports my health and well-being. I forgive myself when I fall short. And begin again. How do you know when you are thriving? Sometimes it's easier to tell when we are not thriving. We may feel stuck, bored, or agitated. We may be overly critical of other people and or ourselves. We might ruminate about a recent conversation. Overall, we may feel low on energy, lethargic, and disengaged. When I'm thriving, I feel hopeful, positive, and energized. I can see what's wrong along with what is right. I can see the possibilities, listen to my gut, and pick up on signs from the universe. When you are thriving, what are you doing more of? Think about doing those things that give you energy, like being with people who really listen to you, who remind you of your awesomeness, or who challenge your thinking. Think about activities that make you feel invigorated and peaceful, like playing music, hiking, drawing, gardening, exercising, preparing a delicious meal, reading, and engaging in meaningful discussions. When you are thriving, what are you doing less of? Think about those things that perhaps creep up on us, like binge-watching TV, consuming too much news, excessive social media, that third glass of wine, or sitting too much. These things usually steal our creativity, put us in a bad mood, and keep us from investing in self-care. When you are thriving, who are you with? Think about people who champion you, cheer you on, and love you. People who have an uplifting effect on you. Also think about people you want to help, be there for and nurture. We can thrive when we are helping others, but we all have a limit. We need to balance caring for others with caring for ourselves. And lastly when you are thriving, how are you feeling? Perhaps peaceful, confident, content, cheerful, connected, fulfilled, valued, optimistic, trusting, I invite you to make a date with yourself to answer these questions as best as you can for now, and to hold them in your awareness during the quiet moments of the day. Consider this your thriving vision, which I'll be referring to in future episodes. Centering your energy on what you need to thrive is not selfish. In fact, this matters more now than ever before in our lifetime. With the divisiveness here in the U.S. and the global atrocities we've witnessed, it's easy to get desensitized and feel hopeless at times. When we focus on that which is within our control and awaken at the individual level, there is a ripple effect to society at large. As we discover how to thrive personally, we give off good vibes and bring healing energy to the world. In closing, I want to thank you once again for allowing me to be part of your journey. If you desire to live your best life and create a lifestyle filled with meaning after 55, you must train yourself to take purposeful pauses and make this a habit. You can come back to the exercise in this episode or visit the freebies page on my website where you'll find more practices like this one. I encourage you to take time for intentional reflection and answer these questions. What does thriving mean to you? How do you know when you are thriving? When you are thriving, what are you doing more of? What are you doing less of? Who are you with? How are you feeling? Making this an ongoing gentle self-inquiry will help you to reveal more of who you already are Create a fulfilling, joyful next chapter and open to amazing possibilities. This is what it means to thrive forward, my friends. But don't believe me. Give these practices a try and see what you discover. If you have a comment or a question about today's episode, just write to me at Cheryl at I hope you'll join me next time when we'll explore the spirituality of goal setting. Thanks very much for listening. Be well and thrive on.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Thrive 55 Plus podcast. Contact Cheryl with a burning question. Access free mindfulness resources and sign up for Thriving Thursday by visiting her website, thrivingwithcheryljones.com check out her two books, Thriving When Your Cosmic Egg is Cracked and Mindful Exercise, both available on Amazon. Subscribe to or follow the Thrive 55 Plus podcast, leave a review, or share it with a friend. Until next time, be well and thrive on.